Jacob and Gun, two young Korean chaps, came by today to hang out and share some stories about their lives abroad, current schooling situation, and possible future plans. Jacob spent some time in Australia working and studying and highlights what jobs are good and which to stay away from. Gun spent 10 years in the Philippines and also adds an unforgettable experience from his time in the military. It's interesting to hear their hopes and plans for the future as they are not set in stone, and that doesn't seem to bother them in the slightest. They are both enjoying their lives now, living fully every day. Their optimistic outlook is a refreshing take on life and a reminder that we too should not be so hard on ourselves and live a little more in the moment. Thanks for stopping by, boys. This episode is brought to you by Mad Kiwi Cafe. If you haven't been already, make your way over and get your hands on one of their delicious meat pies, sausage rolls, croissants, and scones. Everything is made by hand and baked fresh for you. It's located not too far from Gong Up Top Rotary, and it is open on weekends only from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, but beware, their pictures will most definitely spike your desire to consume something delicious. Make sure you stop by soon. Pre-orders are recommended and can be placed ahead of time via Facebook or Instagram. Also, don't forget to check out K-Art by Juju. She creates absolutely stunning Korean abstract letter art that can be shipped anywhere worldwide. Great for holiday or birthday gifts and for anyone who has connections to Korea but has moved back home. Spice up that bare wall in the living room. What are you waiting for? Check out K-Art by Juju on Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, number 69, featuring Jacob and Gun. Boys, welcome. Nate has recruited you from his uh, from the classes over at Ulsan Uni and brought you in here for an interview. Looking forward to uh, to hearing about your experiences abroad and, and whatnot. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Nate, you want to start, uh, start her off? Sure. You, you guys both have lived abroad and had experiences abroad in Australia and the Philippines. You both had to come back for the army, is that right? Yeah. yeah, you both came back for the army. So maybe maybe take us through from the beginning. How how did you make the decision to go abroad? Why did you go abroad in the first place? Gun, maybe go ahead. You can start. You got a wild one. Um, for me, it wasn't my own choice. It was my parents' choice because I was too young. I went to the Philippines when I was closer. There you go. When I was eight years old, so I didn't even know that I'm gonna be studying in the Philippines. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> yeah. We're going to Lotte Mart. Get on that plane. <laughs> my mother just brought me. To the school and she was like just you're having a tour of the philippine school and why don't you try having the class together with with your friends and i went inside the class and after that day i just kept going (laughs) (laughs) for for 10 years yeah (laughs) for 10 years like not a week or a semester for 10 bloody years yeah that's wild had you been there before that no it was my first time first time abroad yeah. Mom brings you to school, introduces you. Yeah. yeah. I asked her the reason why, and she told me that she liked the education there. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So, what, how, how do you see it now? I mean, having been back, like, if, I don't know how, what your mom was thinking, but if she was thinking of the traditional Korean middle school, high school system, I would send my kids to Philippines any day. Because the system here is just so taxing and so stressful for the kids. What do you think now, looking back? 
I think that my mother made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. That's uh, I, yeah. sometimes, man, as, as a parent, you gotta, you have to make that, that decision. You can't really, you know, you want to, the opinion of your, of your son or daughter, like, what do you think about going here or there? But I think change for, especially for a young kid might be, might be devastating. Your mom played it pretty good. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> just don't, just don't tell him anything. <laughs> when you, when you moved there, did your mom stay at the beginning or did, cause I know you lived with your aunt there, right? Um, she stayed with me until I get used to the environment. Mm-hmm. I think she stayed with me for two to three years. And after that, she went back <laughs> to Korea for her job, to continue her job. Mm-hmm. And I stayed with my aunts and my cousins there. So did the, your aunts and cousins come after you or were they there already? Um, they were there already they, because their, their father's job, I think my uncle's job mm-hmm. was moved to the Philippines. So they all mm-hmm. transferred there. Cool. So, so that must make it a lot easier when you have family or some yeah. friends there already. Well, at eight years old, was there anything you missed about Korea? Was like I don't even know if you're if you're old enough to. No, I I, I was eight years old. I wasn't thinking anything. Yeah. This is new. Any schooling in Korea? You would have done YouTube, on, right? When I was grade six, I had a mental problem hmm. on my body. So for the medication, I went back to Korea for, I think. For a year, yeah. and during that day, I enrolled in a Korean grade school. Yeah, yeah. and after the medication, I mm. went back to the okay. Philippines again. What? Uh, how was that transition coming uh, coming wow. back? I know lots of. <clears throat> I think that would have been hard. Was your Korean? Oh, your Korean must have been up yeah, to par, right? Yeah. Um, it was both fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun playing in Korea with my friends. It was mm. fun playing in the Philippines with my friends. Mm. But but six years of being out of the culture, out of the country, out of the norms of Korea, it, there must have been some culture shock coming back, no? Oh, yeah, but... There's no hogwans in the Philippines. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so, I mean, automatically you must have been like, what the hell are all you guys doing studying till 10 o'clock? <laughs> I mean, there must have been some major shock, no? No, because I really, really adapt easily to... <laughs> different cultures yeah. Yeah, yeah. awesome wow it's a, a great trait to have what about the language uh, coming I, back I really had a hard time speaking in Korean okay yeah, <laughs> I would I would think so well I mean because you lived with your aunts and your, and your uncles I thought uh, might have been up to par but I think kids can pick out when I worked at the big hogwan there you'd get lots of kids coming back from Philippines or, or Australia and if their accent or whatever wasn't perfect where were you where would you and it was just like my yeah. kids, me. When I go back to Canada, like I forget all my Korean in like one day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I come back to Korean, I'm like, how do you say? Give me that cabbage with the red shit on it. Yeah, that you forget pickle. everything. Yeah, <laughs> that a, spicy cabbage amazing. dish. You guys it's amazing got. how fast you can lose it. Yeah, and and yeah, you see it all the time with kids coming back two, three years in the states. English is great. Six months later, they're they're uh 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 uh. uh. Man, it, it happens quick. How do you feel your... How long have you been back now? I think it's been three years. Three years? How, how do you f- feel your English? Do you, do you think it's dropped off quite a bit? Uh, I, I mean, It's you, not quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it dropped off a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel we can communicate very, very easily, but um, that's, I don't know, your subjective feeling, obviously. A little different. Cool. What, what was the ratio in, in the Philippines? I mean, Korean at home, but everywhere else English? Or were you hanging out with Koreans all the time, Koreans at school, and always mm, speaking no, Korean? I had more native friends 
than ha- having Korean friends. Cool. Jacob, how are you? How did you end up in in Australia there? Uh, it was did your mum drop you off? Is that was thirty three? Is that a theme? When I finished my military service, there was like uh, when I was twenty three, and there was April in two thousand seventeen. So I've got probably eleven months to get back to Ulsan University. That's when I was in Ulsan University. Yeah. And normally we get back to university like February, so mm. I've got eleven months left. So I was about to make use of that period, and actually I spent like two or three months drinking with my friends. But <laughs> something I don't know what it was exactly, but something made me think like my English. Mm. I've learned English in Korean school like for ten or eleven years, mm. but I wasn't like able to speak something else you know Korean English curriculum you know mm. like always grandma grandma and the five types of English sentence type one is made of what was that like, I don't even know what that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what five types of English sentence yeah in English test in Korea I was a pretty high school mm. but I don't think that's ridiculous so I decided to go to English countries like Canada or America Australia Actually, I was about to go to Canada in the first place, but mm. uh, there are limits. Like, uh, there are only four thousand people can go on the work and study permits. Yeah, with working with APs. Uh, but when I was about to apply for Canada, there was already like nineteen thousands. I don't know how to convert them. Applicants. Anyway, pretty high. Yeah. So I decided to go to Australia because there are no limits, no mm. like mm. banking. Con- Condition? Yeah. They, they didn't check that. They didn't check my English level or anything else. So. <laughs> Just take anybody. Yeah, take anybody. Yeah. So, so I decided to go yeah. there. And, and it was pretty successful, I think so. No doubt. Mm. What, how, how do you fund? I mean, I, I'm guessing Gunn had support of his, his family because he was young, but you went as an adult or a young adult anyways. You were on a working holiday? Visa or did you go on? Working well, holiday visa, and yeah. I was working there. Yeah, okay. that's my wife so, did that too. So how did you fund your? How did you fund your trip? I got the money from my father, like only one month maintenance, like big man one. Yeah, I got that and one month maintenance, <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. I I went there. And but then once you get there, you can start working right away, right? You went. Yeah, I can't. I can't because I had to try my best to find out there like like my work. Mm. And that's when I was as fluent as I'm now. So mm. nobody wanna actually hire me. I am just not fluent and not just like qualified yeah. or certified. So where I, were you? Where were you looking for work? Actually, wanna work for like Aussie job. That's when called. That's why it's called Aussie job. Like Aussie job. Owner is Aussie. Okay. It's Korean actually. Aussie job. Okay. <laughs> and I don't wanna work for Hanin job. You know Hanin job, like Korean job. Owner is Korean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't. Give me like minimum wage. Yeah. What's it called? A hunting job? Hunting job. Hunting is Korean. Uh, hanin, hanin, yeah. hanin, hanin, hanin. Oh, okay. Hanin, 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 hanin job. Hanin job yeah. versus Oji job. Okay. Okay. Oji job is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty well, good. The, uh, their minimum wage is 20 bucks an hour, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got. Twenty-three yeah. dollars. Yeah. Nice. Fucking washing dishes, 23 dude. Twenty-three bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, but but rent is also rent? ridiculous. You can share. Well, a when room you with came it. back to Korea, minimum wage was still like seven bucks. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 with cost of living, right? Like you said, you. But that's why when people do that, they put four guys in a one room. They still and they <laughs> save tons of money. But uh, when Win was there with with Jipyo, he was he said they were paying like. A thousand bucks each a month, yeah. and it was eight people in a in a living room. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> this is what, this is what yeah. Sydney happens probably, but I was yeah. in Perth, so 
Perth oh, was no. pre Oh, man, I got some good buddies from Perth. That's <laughs> awesome. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah, anyways, you end up there. How long after you land do you start working? Uh, one of my friends was there, so I spent two months hanging out in, with him, just only know yeah. nothing about worry, nothing to worry about. And two weeks to look for my job. Mm. Uh, as I told you, I don't want to work for Hanin job. Yeah, yeah, you want the career. But actually, there are many ways to work for Hanin job, you know, mm. like online community. Oh, of course. They are always hiring. Because nobody will work for this, so they're always hiring. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiring, so. I'm just thinking about all the other international students at the college, and they're doing that here. <laughs> On the, they, they, they just oh, apply. Yeah, the guy comes in the morning with a truck and brings them to a farm or a factory or whatever. <laughs> they just do the job, and that's like, they're the same. They're like, I don't want to do this random, I forget what it's called, but... I don't, <laughs> I don't want this Korean job. I, like, I want a real Korean job, not this Wegogan, you know, student day job or whatever. They, they go to a different factory, different farm every day. Uh, and, can students work in, work in factory here? All our students do. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Sure. Cause, I mean, they're, they're limited to 20 hours a week, but I mean. Oh, okay. I thought it's only part-time as in like cafe or bakery. And no. Oh, they dude, all work yeah. in factories. They can't work in cafes and bakeries, man. No way. How does it work in Australia? Like, you don't have a job when you get there. Yeah, I assume that come in like a... for immigration, you have to have all the documents. No, he goes on a working for on, on, a, on a on a working visa. Yeah, working so visa. you tell the government that you are going there, and then you will find a job. The actual visa name is just working holiday. But if I don't work, they don't mind. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just a holiday. Just a holiday. Just a holiday. Working or holiday. You can choose. <laughs> but the system set up, like, it's so goddamn expensive. He has to work. <laughs> I have to work. You know? They made me work. Yeah. And, and I was just getting around, like, any restaurants or, like, car wash centers mm. or whatever. And I just gave them resume in person, like, hello, this is my resume. And for now, I can see the resume. Back then, I gave them, like, the grandma is shit and everything is shit. Like, yeah. You mean now looking back? Now, yeah, I'm looking back. <laughs> anyway, this one, I was pretty brave, I think. What year was this? Brave or dumb? One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20. 2017. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I gave them, like, 20 resumes, I think, a day. And I got two things out of 100, maybe. So I got trials and I got fired. So, this one, my one month maintenance was pretty low yeah. and I had to work for honey job yeah. so I did I did work for honey job for three months yeah. and one of my co-workers he uh, has lived in Australia for pretty similar situation with Gun mm. like when he was young he mm. chose he got chosen to go to it like, chosen. <laughs> <He got> chosen <laughs> the chosen one by his family Kim Neal and his English was pretty good and he got two jobs and one of one of them was uh, where he was working for working with me, and the others was like Jamie's Italian, you know? Jamie's Italian, Jamie's Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Yeah, yeah Jamie yeah. Oliver has franchise, and one of them was in Perth, and he has worked for that, and he gave me the job. Like kitchen hand was vacant. Mm. So you were a kitchen hand at Jamie Oliver's restaurant. Yeah, I was restaurant? in the kitchen. Oh, I no was in kitchen hand for one year. Oh, that's awesome. The whole year. At Jamie Oliver's restaurant. Yeah, in nine months. Very nice. Hunting job, kitchen hand, three months. Jamie's Oliver nine month. Oh, cool. Like, minimum wage is like six dollars cap. <laughs> it's pretty pretty good. Wow. Huh. You get you're getting like thirty bucks an hour to work in the. Not thirty bucks. Uh, actually. Uh, That's incredible. 
which type of job I'm applying for depends on that. Mm. Like full time or half time and mm. casual job. Yeah. I apply for casual job, so twenty three dollars. Still pretty good. How I mean, we'll get into more details as we go along. But how do you guys think that your experiences there shaped your your English and your your future years, like the last four or five years? I mean, has it has it changed your whole approach or your experience in these countries? <laughs> has it changed your outlook and your approach coming back to Korea, or is it still kind of fairly typical? Making me able to speak English makes. Um, enables me to choose a various type of job for my future. So I think just making me enable to speak English is a big, <laughs> huge benefit. Yeah, huge benefit. Absolutely, and you got it like pretty naturally too, right? Yeah, like that's uh, you know you were you were young enough that you can just absorb and you don't have to go into. I was just <clears throat> I was trying to explain to my kids the other day doing some English worksheet or whatever. And, you know, you'd read the sentence, like, what's wrong with this sentence? Oh, this is wrong. And like, why, how do you know that? They're like, oh, it just sounds wrong. I'm like, man, yeah. Korean kids have to, like, study why that's wrong. <laughs> you know, you just have the inherent, you know, the inherent uh, ability to, to know, ah, oh, it sounds off. You but, know? Gun, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of kids who, one, study English their whole life here, like 10 years, like Jacob said, and can't speak. Some can speak fairly decent. Some do learn English pretty well. But it's completely thrown out the window two, three, four years later. Like, not not everybody who, who learns it uses it. I mean, it's especially here. But to learn it that, 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 at that proficiency level and naturally, a lot of kids come home and then English has no part of their life. So, do, I mean, do you think, yes, definitely can open a lot of doors for you, but it depends what you do with it. It's not just you got it and then you don't do anything with it. So, Do you have any plans, any kind of ideas of how you want to use it other than recording awesome podcasts <laughs> actually i never th think about it so you do, you do you hope that something in the future will involve english in your in your work or yeah uh i want to involve english in my future job are you set on working here do would you ever head back to philippines no i'm not actually having an interest in working in the philippines because mm. the income is too different mm. and and working in Korea has a much more higher income than yeah, yeah, yeah. working in the Philippines. So I'm thinking about house costs working, a lot more too. Yeah. Though. <laughs> working in Korea or not in the Philippines, but other countries abroad. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But what wow. about quality of life? I mean, it's crazy. Like we go to the Philippines for vacation because it's a nice place compared to here, and and Thailand and Vietnam and all these places that people go, and we go there to relax and to. That's kind of like the dream spot. But then if you live there, then you want to, you dream of coming back here. But uh, compared to the high-paced, never-ending days here that are just all merged into one with lights and phones and everything nonstop, is quality of life a factor or no? That in the Philippines you could, yes, though salary is not much, but the cost of living is very basic also. Yeah. And, and, and it's a very simple life. And I think... In a lot of the world in the West now, we've complicated life so much that it's just this never-ending cycle of go around and around and around and around as fast as you can go until you're going to spin out of control. A hamster wheel. Yeah. Where, where the Philippines is kind of like just slow down. When I lived in Africa, it was just like, hey, you don't have to walk 100 miles an hour. Minus 40, so we do. <laughs> but, um, but everything was just slowed down. And it was like... Man, it's so much nicer to just relax and just chill out. And if someone's late, they're late, and it's not the end of the world. And no, does quality um, of life play into that decision at all? Or but for me, 
I, I don't know. I think it's in my Korean blood. <laughs> even <laughs> even if I stayed there for a long time, if I see them working slowly or having them always getting laid, it just you get some anxiety. Like yeah, yeah. Well, hurry up, man! <laughs> 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 yeah, don't you know, buddy, buddy? I, That's what I always say to my friends. Yeah. Why don't you do it faster? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it. You know, the, living here for so long, dude, it's affected me too. Like it's <laughs> you, you, you're sitting on the couch. Like, oh, there's got to be something I should be doing. Like there's, there's almost like guilt. It's almost like guilt. You're not doing something yeah. every day. Eat faster, brush your teeth faster, get in bed. Faster. <laughs> 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 but I think they're really. I think they do it. I mean, I generally think they're slow, but. Maybe it is something better to just take two hours for dinner. <laughs> I just can't see the value in two hours for dinner. I mean, we got stuff to do, man. Going to die soon, man. Lots, lots of, lots of Filipino <laughs> uh, or lots of Korean businesses in the Philippines. Yeah. They're... When you go to Boracay, I mean, there's Tom Tom's Coffee. There's Mr. Kim's Screen Golf. I mean, the Koreans have really, have really branched out to multitude of countries over the last ten years. And in Philippines, I mean, you can go Baguio. Manila, Cebu, Boracay, and maybe one or two other places where uh-huh. they're behold. Like there's like full Korea towns and like Korean communities. And I used to teach a couple of the police officers who were stationed in Baguio and in Manila. And they were going there because getting the extortion and the the held for ransom and the the murders and stuff of Koreans has has just been going crazy. Yeah. Holy so shit. much so that they need a Korean Help for ransom. They need a Korean police force in these. Like I was like, Baguio needs Korean police, and they work with the Philippine police, and they're they're kind of there to kind of bridge the gap. But yeah, I mean, you're walking around driving your <laughs> fancy car. They know you own three shops, and you know I'm making ten dollars a month, and you're making ten thousand dollars a day. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they take them hostage. They phone his wife in Korea and say, listen, you get us $3 million or your husband's dead. And that's not random. Like that, that has happened many mm. times. The, all the Copino babies. I mean, the Filipinos hate that. The, yeah. the Korean guys come in, impregnate the women and they take off. So there is some hostility there. I mean, but there's also lots of business opportunities, which I think don't exist in Korea. I don't think it's as easy in Korea. It's the mat, the market is saturated here. Would that ever entice you to go back? The, just the opportunity to do to do to, to, what? to get kidnapped and no, murdered. But, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that that's one sided. But I think it's how you carry yourself. Mm. If you're out there sh- showing off all the time, of course, yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna piss some people off. But I think there's a not just Philippines, but all over. There's tons of opportunities now. Look at Vietnam. Look at Turkey. I mean, man, Koreans are traveling and stuff. Would that ever cross your mind? Nice no, coffee here, man. <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> or would you like the Bali Bali? Because you say the salary and stuff's better here, but come on, the starting Gomuan jobs right now are like twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars, which is nothing, and that's a government job that's considered very good with benefits, and that's nothing. So, the the salaries aren't that. I mean, compared to developed nations, I don't think the salaries here are very good at all, and they and they they rarely increase for Gomuan. But if you get it, if you scored a job at Hyundai or no, or Samsung Hyundai or starting welder, twenty five grand. What? Sure. That's what why happened they go to, to Gold- Canada. What happened to Golden Collar? I thought they make. Uh, I thought they're making huge. Well, you guys can probably speak to it. What huge? I mean, you huge. guys. You guys are the age where you're supposed to be getting mm-hmm. careers. I mean, what's the starting salaries? Well, how much I hope. 
No, realistically. I mean, you. I know what you hope for, but... <laughs> <laughs> I thought Korea just finally reached 30,000 GDP this year, like 30 million won this year. And they were kind of celebrating it, that the average GDP per yeah. person is $30,000. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, there, there's a lot of people factored into that. And Canada's probably not much higher than that. And if they're going to Canada, the GDP is probably... Or the, the average income is probably similar. Well, we'll say, if anything, our Wilson was like used to be like sixty-seven or sixty-eight thousand. Inflated for a while. Yeah. What What do you guys find if you're? Are you sniffing around? Are you looking for jobs now or no? Do you, Do you inquire? Do you? Uh, after I graduate my college. But you have no idea right now what uh, the job force looks like. International trade, what was it? international trade and commerce, maybe. Cool. Starting salaries like for that. I'm about to think about it. How, <laughs> how much you can do right, like at export. home where you, you can go in at any kind of level right depending on your qualifications your level if you mm. show that you're competent but in korea i find like you got to go in at the bottom and claw your way up and it can take forever well what about uh, what's his name there uh he, i mean even as a foreigner who, um renee he he got in at a decent uh at a decent level proving himself and doing uh doing okay maybe things are turning around here but what are the numbers though like say someone is right out of the university this year how much can he ex- expect to make per month okay. it, it depends uh, what do you guys think after we graduate if we are looking for a job i think definitely we will start with the internship first so we'll have much more <laughs> less salary mm-hmm. oh. but even even as a junior whatever junior level entry level worker what do you think it's still pretty it depends on the scale of companies yeah. but i mean i I would throw out 25 grand per year. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. not easy here to get up in the 50s and 60s. I mean, once you get up there, fine. But that might be years and years and years later. So the cost of living but has like, increased. Life is still hard with 25. Whew, you bet it is. <laughs> yeah. hmm. 25 grand a year? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck saving for a house or fucking anything. I mean. <clears> you just got to sell drugs. Taxi <laughs> taxi drivers. I, I Whenever I take a taxi, I usually try and ask them just. My investigative journalism <laughs> blood. Excuse me, how much do you make? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I usually ask. Like, in English or in Korean? In Korean. Wow. But I but I usually ask like, how late do you work? How long do you work? Uh, how many days a week? Like lots of them are old grandpas. Mm. Like how? And he's like, you know what? I make more than double what I made at Hyundai for years. I can make three, four, five thousand dollars a month, depending how much I want to drive. So I thought, man, if you can get out of high school and get your license and start driving. You're miles ahead of guys who are studying university for six, seven years and come up with no jobs because the market's just not there anymore. But you yeah, have a lot of jobs. At some point, though, you have to, you got to consider quality of quality of work. And sometimes maybe the working in a bookstore, you know, it, just enjoying and not booting around the city in a car might be, you know, for double the salary might be the best position for you what do you guys do you guys have anxiety do you guys have stress thinking about you know once you graduate or once you once you finish does it does it weigh on you is it always in the back of your mind like yeah what am i gonna do like (laughs) the time's coming closer and closer (laughs) it's slow it's that uh dark thing creeping up behind you uh, (laughs) because i i just try and think like what if you just made told your kid to go be a taxi driver uh, and pursue like business or investing or Bitcoin or, or whatever on the side. Learn on YouTube and do what you want, but drive a taxi for, you know, two hours in the morning. You got a two hours. In the you evening. get the little Bitcoin like thing hanging off your mirror. <laughs> Gold rims. You're driving. You need to go out of the chosen. <laughs> yeah. But 
But do you know what I mean? Like now you guys 26 and 28 years old. Mm. I mean, you're not 20. You've got to start making some pretty big decisions in terms of life and marriage and kids. Nate's pushing his bali bali on you. Don't listen to him. (laughs) No, but I mean, even at home now, I think what, 35 probably would be marriage. You you probably better have your stuff starting to get in order. Um, Does it weigh on you guys? What's it like? Yeah, you said every day. What do you think? What's the (laughs) every day? That's what you said. Uh, Not actually every day. Just when Nate reminds me. (laughs) 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 It's just. When I'm studying for my certificate or something, yeah. and it doesn't go well, mm. um, if it doesn't go well and I fail my exam, that's the time when it really yeah. pressures me. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Jacob, what are you? Do you uh, get stressed thinking about getting a job and and do you guys? Uh, live, a little bit. You're living in the dorms. Are you living at home? Yeah. I mean, do you wonder like when can I leave my mom and dad's house? Does it concern you? Is it? Uh, is there any pressure from your parents? No, nobody pushed me. Actually, I got my own things, and I'm always excelled in. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Like you, you mean you have other things going on right now? What do you mean other things? I don't know. You said I got my things, and and I'm I doing mean, pretty good. I mean, if there are like some certifications that I wanna like pursue, obtain. yeah, yeah, obtain. I always like made it, so it's pretty good. I'm satisfied with myself, and. But at some point, Dad's gonna say like, "Hey, buddy, you got a lot of certificates. <laughs> <laughs> when, when are you gonna get the hell out of here?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, and <laughs> uh, hey, you've been getting certificates. You're 40. <laughs> Use your certificates. A percentage of my worry is actually like 10 or 20 percent, and it always like push me a little bit. And that is pretty good, I think. Like, not, not it's motivating, yeah, not not yeah, so debilitating. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're confident that something will happen and you will land a good job <laughs> or something like that. You're confident. You think, oh, I got my certifications. At some point, a door will open and I can I can take the chance. That's what I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But, and, and I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the part where I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> no, but that's, but that's the thing. And you guys know it. Like we see all those people in the classes every time just kind of like waiting for something to happen. But my dad would kick my ass and say, get out. And he'll say, you'll make something happen if I kick you out. Uh, If you stay here and it's only 10% pressure, (laughs) your desire to get out is 90% less than if it was 100% pressure. (laughs) So my dad would kick my ass out and say, go and do it. Stop waiting for something to happen and make something happen. No? Yeah, you're right. So what are you doing? <laughs> so are you? I, that's something I'm not going to think. But do you think that like do you have a, a set of goals or a timeline where listen by the end of this summer I got to start making shit happen. I got to network. I got to start you know building my resume. I got to volunteer. I got to get myself out there because realistically there's 23, 24 year olds graduating that are going to be applying for the same jobs. No, uh, we're about to go to like Canada okay. or New York on second semester. You guys are yeah. Government and our college, what about to? Oh, you? Want, nice. want us to go to that? Oh, well, no way. So we applied for it. For an exchange? Yeah. Yeah, no. for exchange students, bro. Is it, is it exchange students? No. I, I, I don't know exactly what it is, yeah. but no, nobody told me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted New York to hang I just applied for it. Yeah. Hey, Dad, I need some maintenance money. I think it's free. It's free. Yeah. Like oh, flight, free flight ticket and free accommodation? Yes. For accommodation. Can no I go? Nice. You can go. Need a, need a You're getting good at these vacations. <laughs> and we apply for it, and that's what we made it. Oh, that's awesome. How many, how many people are going? Uh, in South Korea, 400. 
Ooh. How many from the college? Uh, I don't know, probably like 30 or 40. Huh. Wow, good for you guys. Mm. Pretty good. So, so McGill? Yeah, yeah. Canada, Montreal. That's yeah. where you're going? Wow. I hope so, but yeah. <laughs> as long as they chose me. So, so you're going for sure, you just don't know which place you're going to? Yeah, we can choose. Like, oh, cool. So I'm thinking about New York or Montreal. Okay, so my question was, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing to make stuff happen or make something happen? And you said I'm going to chill in New York for for I don't even know how long I'm going for. <laughs> like, how, long, how long is four months? Like, <laughs> so you're go. Does that push back your graduation or is that part of graduation? It's part, part of graduation. graduation. So your graduation date won't change. Yeah, that it won't change. change. And are you graduating as soon as you get back? Yeah, yeah, probably. So you're not going to have much time to set up stuff from there, probably, yeah, exactly. right? But what I heard is that <laughs> we're going to get a job in there there while we're... Oh, to work university. work experience? Yeah. So, and after the work experience, if you want to continue our job mm. there, we can stay there. No way. And, and That's all right. Uh, I wasn't told that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. So you're just going there hoping that they give you some kind of job? No, it's like... It's part of the program that right, yeah. yeah. But one, but you think once you finish that you would just probably stay on and see if you can make it work in Canada Depends or in America. Yeah, definitely. if how good we are, if they really liked us, they might re- actually. Oh no way! That's us. that's pretty cool, man. But so but what kind of? But a lot of people I know though, they they go for a semester or they go for a year of master's degree and then they have internship for three months and most of them end up. Does it? Yeah. Do you think it depends on how desperate the person is, or what they're going back to? No, or what? The, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it has to. Yeah. What's well, like us and Hogwarts jobs? Like, would you would you <laughs> would you choose it if if someone wasn't paying for you to go and and do that? Would you choose to stay there? I mean, would you look to go get a job in Montreal? Probably never originally, but because the opportunity, you'll you'll try it. But I mean, how much are you willing to sell like sell yourself out? Uh, hey. It's here. It's better than home, so I'll just stay. Even though I don't like the job, but is that not the situation we're in? I, I love what I do. I wouldn't freaking be here. In the beginning, that's not that yeah. was that's the exact reason you I came. Worked for and two why? years, piled cash away, and went backpacking for two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, but but it's the same thing. Yeah, same thing. They're they're going to a place that's offering them a chance, and if they it's they can choose to stay or come back. Job, right? Okay, but back to my question then. That doesn't do anything to secure your. Long future necessarily mm-hmm. here like mm-hmm. so you go there and, and you don't like it or the job doesn't work out or whatever you end up back here and you told me you're getting ready to look into jobs and salaries but you're not you're going <laughs> to Canada or New York so well, then so then we look the okay then you're 29 or, or now you're like 29 more and a half and you're at mom and dad's again and now you've been to Australia great experience been to America or Canada you got great experience you got tons of you get so much potential but my question, and I, I ask the students all the time, like, there seems to be no intrinsic motivation. And, and I think that's probably a problem in many countries, including Canada, that people just aren't, the, the burning desire, the fires are just put out by the phones, the screens, whatever. There's no intrinsic motivation to, to go and do something. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that part, isn't that part of the mindset of your um of your demographic that like uh where oh it's almost impossible to buy a house jobs don't pay that much and then you have the 
Shibar Biyong? <laughs> is that is that is that a common? Please elaborate. Yeah, it's pretty common situation. Okay, yeah. So in my life's effed up, anyways. So why try harder than I have to? But the just exist, survive. Do, do people? I I read that I read that term. I I read that term Shibar Biyong. I I read that term and I think it was like in a newspaper. And it just, how it explained it to me was that uh, if you're going to work and you make a hundred bucks a day. And it's raining. You're like spend ninety eight. Just yeah. Just say <laughs> fuck it. I'm taking a taxi. <laughs> I don't want to be inconvenienced. Fuck it. Thirty bucks going to a taxi. Mm. I'm hungry. Twenty five for a sushi, and then I'm gonna have ice cream. And I've made ten dollars today. Where I would but walk, who gives where a I shit? would walk in the rain without yeah. an umbrella, soaking wet, and <laughs> still eat and still eat lamion. Yeah. Because I was just so frugal and so cheap. Yeah. And I wanted to save for the future and whatever and. I would cut every corner possible to save money. I mean, we would we would drink soju outside the bowling alley, so we wouldn't have to pay for drinks. I mean, we we, we wouldn't go into a bar and buy a drink. We would drink soju outside before and then go in and just hang out. We brush our hair with cheeseburgers. Yeah. Just spend everything. Are you guys Absolutely. in that effort? Spend it or. No, no, but we're talking about the talking about the motivation to um, the original thing was the the motivation to to excel or or do to to do something. But if you know your efforts are gonna land, you know you can work as hard as you want, but you're gonna be maxed out in the first five years of your career at thirty thousand dollars. There's no real intrinsic motivation to 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 try harder or do whatever. Mm. You know, you can make twenty five fucking doing nothing or thirty thousand. Such a hard like, like trying your trying your balls off mindset yeah. for me to comprehend. <laughs> But but it's it's a very bleak outlook. Ulsan might be a, a whole different animal, but in Seoul, it's a pretty bleak outlook, man. You know, and this is you why are, I think like I mean, you're doing you're in business, and I think man, in the Philippines, you got an uncle, you got a buddy, your aunt's buddy, whatever, you got a connection, man. A lot easier to go and start something there than probably is to do here. But are, are is this how you guys think? Are you guys part of this club? The Fu effort, not Fu. I think uh, I'm in half and half. <laughs> I love having a fun. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just gets the, the, as long as I got maintenance money from dad. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> like my maintenance money cut off at sixteen, I think. Yeah. I mean, if I needed it, they probably would have helped me. But they taught us to be independent and not depend on them, so that I wasn't in this situation. And like I said, but this, it's, a di- it's a different country. It's a different time, man. Hundred percent. But that's what. That's why I think having you guys on on is interesting because we can try to understand this this era or this time of, of your generation in Korea. Mm. It's typical, I think. Yeah. Typical problem and typical situation, but we can't say that's wrong or No, not at all. Definitely yeah. not. But yeah. what is the what is the general what are you guys' perceptions of twenty years later? Marriage and kids, driving the Ekus or the Benz or or just no, no, trying to they, find they free trips like, to Canada again. When I was in <laughs> high school there were like four students in one class and there are like ten classes in like like Kodak Samangyan. Yeah. But for now it's like fifteen or seventeen in one class and there are like only like five classes. So it's pretty like decreasing. Oh, yeah, the population my, is decreasing. Yeah. My very son's quickly. my son's very school has two two or th- I think two classes, seventeen or eighteen. Two classes. Yeah. Just just around Same the corner. Oh, yeah. Elementary school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it That's, used to be five or six. I bet, yeah, I remember student. What class are you in? I'm in two nine. 
Like, oh shit, we, we get, we're up to two dash two. Maybe it might be three classes. Two classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I when I worked at uh, Oak Sancho, we had seven, eight, nine classes of each grade from one to six. When mm-hmm. was it? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Oh yeah, this is when I was in elementary school. Probably. And now, and now, <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuck, how old are you? Guys? Oh Jesus, <laughs> we're getting old, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and and now, like the same thing. Nam San Cho, like the schools are half empty. Yeah. They're they're half empty unless they put up a new apartment complex. This, those big schools are half empty now, and it's a it's a major, it's a major problem yeah. here. So when I think of, like the job market and not many jobs, but there's not many. There should be a lot less people competing for the jobs too, because there's not that many students anymore. What what is the outlook for you guys L- looking forward and looking ahead to the future? I mean, is it marriage and kids and live in a Lotte Kingdom castle and whatever? <laughs> or we did this exercise in my class. Mm. Yeah, we did. What, what do you guys think? What is your outlook on the future? Let's go like two years, five years, ten years. But is it like yeah. I don't even care? I think I think it might be like just I don't think about it. There's no point wasting my energy thinking about it. I don't know. Gun, what do you think? I was just thinking, after 10 years, if I just have my own house, I... That's Doing the good? Best. Yeah, that's the best for me. So, 30, 36, you got your own place. Bought. You bought your place. Yeah. Not, not John said. Yeah. You, you bought your place, you're doing good. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's pretty hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> Def- definitely realistic. What about what about marriage and kids? I mean, it shocks me. I think in your class, I asked who's going to get married. And I think four out of like 20-something people put their hand up. No, I think nobody yeah. understood your questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hold on. It's not much different than when I was at UNIST or at the university now. I mean... There's a good chance that your class didn't understand that. <laughs> but, because I didn't translate it. <laughs> yeah, well, usually I ask you or Adam or Gun to, to say it in Korean. But, I mean, in general, I think the average person doesn't want to get married here. But any intentions? Yeah, I want to get married and have two kids. Yeah, I mean... Gun, we're, Gun we're looking at you to repopulate. Yeah, place. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this already. Oh, so I'll, I'll make it five then. <laughs> <laughs> by, by that time, by the fifth kid, the government will be giving you a million dollars a kid. Because mm. now it's going up. Like, now I think your third kid, you get 10 or 20 grand, don't you? Hey, I just made plans for the weekend. <laughs> well, I said, we said like a couple of years ago, we're like, man, they just keep bumping this up and up. Like, you can be rich just having kids if they keep doing this. The government's problem is they just keep throwing money at it. It's not encouraging people to have kids. It's not money's not the problem. You got to make the living conditions better. But two kids, what are you thinking? No marriage, uh, four kids? Half and half. I mean, if I have a, a like partner or get an opportunity to marry, yeah, I I won't push back. Like my parents is pushing me back, are pushing pushing me to mm. marry. I, I don't want because you know, hongi. You know what it hongi yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want. I don't want to chase for that. Like. Like if you are thirty five or thirty six and you get a job, and when you are in Seoul or Chuseok, oh, like the typical yeah, like like your cousin or your parents always like push you like, to marry, you. like mm-hmm. yeah, the kind of thing. I don't want to chase for that, but what if I want, yeah, I can. I will. But it, okay, can you maybe you can speak to that? Do you guys go to Chuseok, Solal family? Yes. Yeah, I do. Do you get? I mean, typically at twenty eight, you'd be getting that already. <laughs> like. Right, like I mean, the parents, the parents' mindsets haven't changed that much. Yeah, yeah. the ge- the younger generations has changed, but mm-hmm. the parents are still like, 
I mean, I'm sure your mom or dad get some comments from their from their siblings, <laughs> like, "Hey, when's Jacob going to use his certificates?" <laughs> no, I mean, when you guys go, are you? My my wife's cousins don't come. They just don't come anymore because they don't want to. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to. They don't want to listen to all the bullshit, and I don't blame them. But I mean, when we get together with my cousins in Canada, River, the first thing is, "Hey, man, what are you doing? What's your job? Anything on the go? Any girlfriends, boyfriend?" Like, it's not being being an asshole, but in Korea, it has a different kind of connotation, I guess. Like, that's the kind of the order money, yo. Like, hey, nephew, what have you been up to? Oh, you're crazy. You're <laughs> bugging me again. But that's the that's a generation gap too, right? Yeah. It's the and and I think there's some cultural. Another thing, <clears throat> I remember. Uh, I think it was AJ when he said, or I think Juju was telling me like one of the first times that he met the in laws was like, "Whoa, you're fat." <laughs> <laughs> and he was, and he was like, "Whoa!" But and then she, I think it was them, but she kind of explained like it wasn't. It's not. It wasn't intended. It comes off as to a Western as a very hurtful thing. But you got to be uh, healthier to marry my daughter. Yeah, it was more like, hey, I'm concerned for your health. You know, maybe you should consider losing weight. <laughs> but but it's it's from a place of it's my mother in law just of, give me chicken brains and say, here, eat this. Yeah, <laughs> your belly. <laughs> oh man, she had a different approach. <laughs> but so so, what do you think? You would, you wouldn't, but when you go to these ceremonies or whatever, these mm. these traditional whatever gatherings, mm. holidays, do you get the pressure? Do you hear it? How does it make you feel? What do you feel? No, no. Uh, there are three guys who is who are similar generation with me, and I'm just second guys. Mm. And the first guy is, is always getting pressed. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just nice. nothing. Hey, <laughs> he's the bunker. We, we had that in my wife's family. That you get grilled if you're the oldest, but once that guy gets married, the next guy's like, "Oh shit, now it's my turn," <laughs> and it kind of goes down, you know. And if your younger sibling got married before you, ah, yeah, yeah, then it was oh. like hell. Like, what oh. are you doing? Johnny got married. What are you yeah. waiting for? And do you ever entertain the the idea of the of the hon? What do you say? Hon life. Oh. Uh, home life like home sewer like living alone um, in a one room apartment is that attractive for for you guys would you yeah, ever consider that like, when when we are in home sewer, uh we want to like no have like any the, friends to choose with? the i what's the name what's it called like the living alone living alone what's that called home home yeah, no, no. I thought there's like a, a term for the you know, for the lifestyle. There, there is, there is. <laughs> the Korean Korean has a nice in name Seoul. For it. It's very popular in Seoul. The guys yeah, living like in Goshiwans. Forty percent. The guys living yeah. in Goshiwans just studying work and said they're 35, 40 years old and just mm. they they've just accepted the kind of solo life. Man, and it's it. very popular in Japan as well. Mm. Very, I, very common. I'd like to do that like like uh, quarterly for a weekend. For a weekend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to totally isolate myself. Does that does that scare you guys? Is it something that you would be open to? No. You know, microwave, yeah. microwave, Seven Eleven meal for dinner. <laughs> you know, watching, playing games all night by yourself, whatever, with a buddy or two. That, that's the the irony of the whole thing, though, is that they have online communities where they where they meet and they're like, yeah, this life is the best. Yeah, but you're still communicating. You're not really, you know. I'm not attracted to that kind of life. Yeah. I want to meet people a lot face to face. Yeah, because Phil- Philippines was like that, right? There's lots of uh, I would say lots of social yeah, gatherings. Like always face to face. There's lots of interactions yeah. with each other. Yeah. Houses are small. There's no winter. You don't have to be inside. That's the that's the benefit of undeveloped countries they're usually warm countries because you don't have to develop because you don't need to protect yourself from the elements in canada without a house you're you're done i mean 
And and that's no, I think the English the did okay of, for a while. Look at the amount of homeless yeah. people. Mm. I mean, if you go to warmer places, there's a lot more. I mean, in Western countries, there's a lot more homeless people than in the cold countries. It's hard to survive. But in the Philippines, I mean, you don't need your house. Your house is just a place to sleep and, and eat. Yeah, exactly. But in Canada, it's like where you hibernate for the winter. Like you gotta, you you well, need you know the big TV and all this stuff because you gotta be in there all the time. When I travel in the poor country, that's why I like backpacking. I'm outside. 18 hours a day. There's no reason to be inside for, for all that stuff. That's what I like about these countries. Um, what, what you say, get married then, what do you think would be like a, are, is it just kind of any age? Or do you think of an ideal age or a must I have to buy here? Or what do you think? When I can afford the marriage, that, I think that's the time when I'll, I'll get married. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting. But you that, also yeah. said two kids. But see, for when I was getting, like, for me, marriage, the the money thing didn't play into it. But it was for kids. I wanted to be financially, like, okay, things are under control before having kids. That would be more, a lot of stress, I think, that you're bringing onto yourself if you weren't, uh, if you didn't have things set up. But Jacob, you got an age in mind? Or do you think, like, you know, after 35, I just say, who cares and just do whatever? No, who's the, who's the, the soup, the power couple that just got married? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're uh, 40. They're uh, they're are, they, yeah. are they divorced or they've Why just been single? No, they, no, they, just, they just got they married. Just married yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why they, are they power couple? Because they're like the most. They're all pretty famous. Oh, okay. They're. They're married? Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> If you didn't have anything to worry about until you're 40, <laughs> then you got a lot of time to make yourself yeah. successful. Actually, I don't mind whatever. Like, if I'm like 40 and I get an opportunity to marry, yeah, I can. I mean, I think I, I look at people back home and, you know, if you're widowed and, and a spouse dies. And a great example was my parents' trailer park in Florida. Like all the snowbirds, the old people in Canada go down to Arizona or Florida because it's warm. It's a lot nicer than Canadian winter. But man, they had all kinds of wild. I mean, it's like they regain their youth. They're drinking again. They're partying. (laughs) There's STDs flying around the trailer park. There's gossip of old, you know, 70 and 75 year olds hooking up. And and it's just like it's just like being in high school again. You're like, wow. If the trailers guys, are rocking, don't come in. Yeah, these, these guys are wild, man. Um, and I thought, yeah, these guys remarry at 55, 65. And and I think it's just about having someone to share your life with. I I don't. I mean, and some people choose that that solo style, but I just think, man, what do you do when you're like 60 to 80 or 90? Like, man, it must be. Sure, there's clubs and this and that, but always, always, always by yourself, man. You got to go one of the one of those hedonistic <clears throat> islands, huh? I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. What's going on in that trailer? Hedonism oh, Janie's polishing my golf balls. <laughs> What's that? Just join the cult. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. The dude, we got so many things to keep us busy now. We don't need a family. You got yeah, Netflix, I mean, that's, that's, you got Disney, you got everything. That's part of it. That's why I ask. Like, it's a different, it's a different era. It's a different time. You guys are brought up on smartphones and and this high tech generation. I mean, it's way way different than than when we came up. You were born ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety five, ninety seven, ninety five. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you're born, and that was, I mean, that's when Korea just started going straight to the top. So. Yeah, so you're you're ten when the smartphones when the smartphones came out. So you're middle school by the time Perfect you get yours. Age. Yeah, wild, 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 wild. What about marrying foreigners? Open to that. Marrying for a non-Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fine with it. Do you guys think that you'll live in a different? My impression is that you guys think you're going to end up living somewhere else, not Korea. No. 
Yeah, I wore mine as well. Yeah, I prefer it. Yeah, living abroad? Yeah. Somewhere else? Do you think it's the... What's the, the main reason? I, I prefer to live here. <laughs> for yeah, yeah for for a lot of reasons first i've talked about this before but uh advertising doesn't affect me i look around it's all asian faces i don't feel like oh i need to buy this when i'm in the department store it's not like not nothing's targeted at me so that's one <laughs> less thing i have to worry about you know what's that no you don't have to listen yeah, you, you don't, don't have to get... hear and understand everyone complaining and what uh, just turn yeah, the that's ears one off. thing yeah you can just switch it off like at home when you go home and you just unconsciously hear everybody's questions <laughs> like at the grocery store it's yeah. like I don't want to know all that I don't care to hear all that just but even the I think the the comparison between everyone that you grew up with you know when you go home or sorry if you lived at home and you see like oh this person lives here that person lives there I work at this job you can't help but make comparisons between yourself and them you know and i I don't think that's a healthy way to live always you know always looking to um always looking to your friends or your your neighbors to see who's got what or and living here you're kind of kind of free from that i I think that's part of living abroad for anybody like you can just kind of do your own thing like nobody cares when you're in another country nobody cares about you what you do so you can either be successful or fail (laughs) or what you could try and fail 20 times but Nobody really cares. You're there. You're trying. You're doing what you like. You chose to be there. So that's it. Yeah, that's another thing. I think I'd be a lot more shy or or less um, less eager to to try something. Yeah. yeah, you feel pretty pretty free over here. And you can remake yourself if you want. I mean, yeah. I've seen so many people come over here and just be somebody totally different. Yeah. And uh, I can wear good, my cargo shorts in January. Good for them. Yeah. yeah no one... I mean, <laughs> right? You can you can say you can do whatever you want once you go there. Do you guys have any friends that are married? Yes. 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 Yeah. Very, very rarely, but yes. See, I, I think you guys are are getting a little bit old, not for marriage, but getting old like, to not have concrete plans of what you want to do. But when you say your buddies are married, I'm like, wow, they're too young, man. <laughs> but what, tell us, talk about those. What, what is it like? Or do you talk to them lots? Do they have kids? Do they know? hang out? Do, do they come out still? Um, I don't have any married Korean friends, mm. but... I have a lot of married Filipino friends. The same age? Yeah, the, m- most of them are younger than me. Jeez, they don't they don't mess around. Eh? 24, 25, right? Typical marriage. Yeah, but actually, the their mindset changed a lot. Mm-hmm. They think that marrying later is better for them. They need to enjoy their life first. Mm-hmm. But the one that that who's getting married, mm-hmm. they just didn't. Use their safety with their oh, girlfriend. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's oh, why. Oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha, I gotcha. That's why. Man. The boys can swim. When, when, <laughs> they're, they're, oh. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hugely Catholic country. And there's so many kids running around without fathers in the picture there. And, I mean, whether that's the, the tourism that, that has helped create all those... But also domestically. But I remember like being in uh, in Palawan, and every morning on the loudspeaker, the mass would be, like they would project prayers yeah. over the loudspeakers every morning. And I was like, um, I think I'm used to that. Spirit. I'm used to that in mm. in Muslim countries. Yeah. But man, the Philippines was a different breed like that, and they would do morning prayers because people were too busy and had too many kids to go to church. So so the 
this, they would just blast the prayers over the loudspeaker, and I was like, "Imagine if the, how many is... kids there would be if they did." <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember correctly, but there was a season that in, in every house they'll they'll turn on the prayers, and the prayer will start from nightfall until morning. Probably something around Easter. Yeah. Probably around April, May. Like the Koreans go to church at like four in the morning for this, the crucifixion. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever, whatever the time is there where you're supposed to give something up, they give up their sleep and go to church at four in the morning for like, give up your sleep. People are doing that all the time, man. I thought it was like trying to give up smoking or drinking or TV or something. These guys go at four in the morning. They're giving their sleep till seven in the clubs, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are doing that in the club heads are doing it all the time. What about your buddies? Yeah. As far as I know, he he already pregnant his wife before he got married, so Oh nice. There was no choice (laughs) actually. Do you guys feel that that that's no choice? Like in Canada it's a full choice. <laughs> a full choice. <laughs> uh, you can choose to be a part or you can choose to be a part of the life of your child and, and marry. But oftentimes those marriages don't work out. Like we just met. Why are you marrying? Well, we had fun one night and now I got to get married. Okay. Well, that isn't the real concrete grounds for marriage. Mm-hmm. Lots of times they don't work out. So what, what do you guys think? If you were in that situation, your parents like, hey, hey <laughs> get married. Get your certificates and get out of here. <laughs> this or, is Nate's pro-choice platform before he runs for Mugadog mayor. <laughs> but, but I mean, but but really, what? I, because you guys aren't, you're not babies. Hmm. I assume if you impregnate a woman at 28, get on it. You're the dad. Get in there. That's what started this. Right? Like, <laughs> he got on it. I mean, in Canada, that's a concern at like 16, 17, 18. Hmm. Like, people aren't mature enough to be parents. You guys are 28, 26. You guys should be able to be parents. So, I had my first kid at your age. What do you uh, <laughs> You did? 28. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so are, you, are you ready to pop up and, and be responsible? But it's, hey, dude, it's don't 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 let the don't let any pressure. Do it when it's when it's ready, man. But that's what I mean. You say there's no choice. Is there a choice? Like, yeah, actually, that's typical Korean I'd like to say not problem, but social situation. I think, but it's like, changing though. But that it's that, changing. All that we, stuff we had the is phase to yeah. get changing. But all that stuff now, is changing. Like, for now, is we just say like this kind of moral thing, you know, in moral Korea. obligation. Yeah, moral like obligation, like that kind of thing. So we actually can't change. <laughs> we're in the phase, as you told, as you told us. If we, you don't get married, what happens to the child? It's abortion is still illegal in Korea, so. Yeah. But but Korea also has a huge divorce rate. <laughs> one of the highest one of the highest in the world. So so is it worth getting this is the problem. Is it worth getting married for two years to make mom and dad happy? Like I got hey, I got married, it didn't work. Oh, okay, at least you tried. But but did you really try? Like you just did it to make them happy. I mean you had no intentions of marrying her. You had intentions of as finish your sentence. Yeah, I mean, I'm having a fun night. I mean, hey, Koreans are Koreans are wild now. It's a it's a party place. Yeah. Go to Seoul, go to Busan. Yep. But it never, it never, it didn't used to necessarily be like that. And, and now, you know, the one night stand twenty years ago was businessman at a room salon. Now it's not like that. Now youth and, and and I mean, this is the whole change of what I said before: the demographic and the culture. I mean, we watched it in our countries growing up. So you guys are moving now towards, you know, when I got here, 
high school kids didn't drink soju. Mm. Not a chance. Now they drink it in middle school. So, so everything, smoking, all these things have gone down five, ten years since I've gotten here. And these are problems that come with it. Teenage pregnancy in Canada is a big issue. Many high schools have daycares. Think of that. Many high schools have daycares. So you can continue your education. And, and you can't just say, I mean, in Korea, it's still like, hey, mom, take care of my kid. I made a mistake and I'm going to go to school still. <laughs> and I think the moral obligation, most moms would help take care of the kids. Still. Yeah. But now I see, like, we have friends. I mean, 35, they have a kid. But mom and dad work and they have no intention of taking care of their kid. Grandma and grandpa take them Monday to Friday and mom and dad come and get them on the weekend. And that's Okay. Like, why have a kid if you can't take care of them? <laughs> that, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. I. That's not my my choice. But I think some that works for some people. You know what I? hundred percent it works for people. In the, I just don't want my works. daughter giving me a kid when she's. If you're having a kid, take care of your kid. I took care of you. I'm not taking care of more. I, I want to live my life, and maybe that's selfish. I mean, if she did, yeah, of course, you'd probably step up and be a good grandpa and take care of the kid. But man, I sure as hell would be preaching against that. I mean, my parents taught me, be careful. You don't want to be in that spot. And I was scared shitless. I mean, man, you, you, they, they preached all the time. You don't want to be in that situation. You don't want to put anyone in that situation. So... Tell us some army stories, boys. Yeah. Army stories. Well, before you before you start, my wife said if you're on a first date, you never talk about army stories. Is yeah. that uh, is that an understood? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No soccer stories, that's, army that's, stories, or that's pretty illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> girls get easily bored. <laughs> no, no. We talk about it. So listen, it was in the 91st minute, and I had a penalty shot. <laughs> <laughs> She's sleeping on the table. <laughs> How much wine did you drink? No, your story sucks. <laughs> maybe maybe the, the, maybe the first one. Get into it. You guys were in there, in there maybe what, four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, years ago? Uh, it was three years ago for me. Okay, yeah. what? Seven years ago. What? What do you guys think of that? When you look at the, of the state of the world, Korea, North Korea, Ukraine, Russia, blah, blah, what do you think about mandatory military service? Not not yet a serious experience, but in Korea, and it's it's drastically reduced. Right? It used to be two years. Now it's down to what? Sixteen months. Eighteen months. Eighteen months. Eighteen months. So it's come down quite a bit, but in terms of the safety of Korea. Well, or, or whatever this is for. What do you think about it? I think it has to be four years because I finished in it. <laughs> you did four years? No, I did only 21 months, but I'm but now I'm finished, so it has to be like four years. You should make it make it longer. <laughs> I the next guys. There's less, there's less guys, so you need to do double the time. <laughs> it's not my business. It makes sense. <laughs> no doubt. But but what do you think in terms of like? Okay. Overall, if, yeah, is there I, more I benefits keep, or more I think drawbacks? I keep asking questions and answering them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think this is 2022. Ukraine and Russia has changed my mind. Yeah. I just thought if there's a war, that it's going to be like drones, and it's not. It's not going to be gun walking over the border yeah. saying, "Where's the North Koreans or or the Chinese or whoever." It's going to be fought with airplanes, and you're just going to get destroyed in a matter of minutes, days, hours. Missile thing. Now, Russia, Ukraine has showed us that this isn't the case. But I still feel differently if it involves China or America, that these wars aren't going to be made to last years and years if you're there to take somebody else. <laughs> you want to wreck the country, just kill the Netflix so, cable, yeah. man. <laughs> so how many, how many, I mean, North Korea with a million, a million men army, what are North Koreans million men going to do? 
so in in those in those kind of terms or perspective, what do you what do you think? Is it useful? Is it necessary? In terms of war, in terms of preparing young adults for their future, no, like they're telling you're them. going there because you. Like, can you imagine in in Russia, they're calling the reserves like you, yeah, yeah, reserve and saying go into Kiev and start shooting people. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? You'd be scared shitless. You went to training for eighteen months. I mean, the yeah. average guy, if I got called in or my brother-in-law got called in, mm. hey, you're under sixty, eighteen to sixty, get your guns in in, in the Ukraine, like. They're passionate defending their country. But the Russian kids are just like here. They don't even know where the hell they're going. They tell them you're going on a training exercise, and now you're in the middle of Kiev or Maripol shooting grandmas and kids and people. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> Do you want to go to Kiev and shoot grandmas and people, I, is that you're asking? <laughs> I, I think we just assume it's never going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Russian boys thought the same. Yeah, I got to go do this for 12 months, and then I'm out. But no, no, no. These guys are dying. Five, ten, fifteen thousand of them yeah, dead. But, but South Korea isn't actively taking, trying to take over countries and reestablish their their lost land from. But, but the, this whole Russia situation the, made me think maybe we need a plan. If somebody hits the wrong the button, yeah, if Kim Jong Un dies and there's a power vacuum yeah. and some asshole hits the wrong button, are we rally? Do you know what you're doing? Yeah. Or are you stuck there like the Indian kids melting snow to drink water because they got nowhere to go? Yeah. So. In, in those terms, I mean, do you guys think you're going to get ready for war or to fight? Or are you just going there to hang out for 18 months and get bossed around? And um, For me, it was pretty useless. <laughs> or, <laughs> me too. That's what, I'm cur- that's what I'm curious. I want to hear. I want to know what you guys yeah. think. It was useless for us for preparing war, but... They just keep saying... Awesome for preparing the futsal league. Yeah, but <laughs> they just keep saying that if there is a possible chance that we're gonna have a war against the North Korea. Mm. We will never step forward or because North Korean, they have low quality life mm. than the South Korean. So they, even the army, they always look for food. They, yeah. Yeah, what they're doing in their army is they just farm, keep yeah. farming the whole, their whole yeah. entire army. Yeah. So. Oh, we're just gonna defend the line mm. until they lack until animals. they're tired. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have any kind of food to fight anymore. Yeah. So, if that situation happens, that's the time we'll go forward. That's mm. what they, what the uh, the head of the army keeps saying during the education. Mm. So, huh? Interesting. That, I, that's I always what, said that's it. What the guys told Putin. Yeah. And now he's going, what the hell? You guys were lying to me. You said the Ukraine's at nothing. And now half his army's dead. I always uh, I always imagine North Koreans running over. And they see Kimbap Chungguk. They drop their, <laughs> <laughs> they drop their guns. It's like, fuck it, give me some Kimbap. Man. Give me three chomches before I go blast someone. Huh? <laughs> man, I wouldn't... I wouldn't doubt that might be the scenario for some of them. Jacob. Uh, well, actually, I'm thinking, like, you know... Uh, we are all reject soldier and we have to go like meet the service. Uh, I mean, after I finished with the service, we have to like once a year have trained like yeah once a year like mm. four days or three days. And I wasn't actually engineer when I was in military service, but mm. they didn't train me as an engineer. You know, like define like, engineer. You were studying engineering at university. No, I mean I was an engineer when I was a soldier. When you got there, they said, "Hey, nice to meet you, Jacob. You're an engineer." Yeah, like a they were like, they were like, "What? Are you driving a train? What kind of yeah. engineer?" I didn't even train oh. any, anything else. Like, but yeah, I, when I, I got used to it when I was like 
getting improved. I was getting improved. Yeah. Like, yeah. As you know, I had to trap some mines and I got trained a little more and more. You're burying mines? Yeah, burying mine and checking where it is exactly. And so our, our team can be oh, learning Jesus. how to detect mines. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and that thing is, was useless when I finished it. And I, I mean, when I'm trained for reserve soldier, yeah. they didn't let me go as an engineer. They didn't, they just let me uh, go anything else, like not related to my, my, my duty. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't know what it's there for. Like, why they train you as an engineer? When you guys like, go to your reserves, do you pick like what you want to do or something? Yeah, or? exactly. I don't know. It depends on people, but in so my what case, what are the options? What kind of options are there? I don't know what they did. I did like two times or three times because of COVID, COVID things. Mm. Uh, what I did is like that's what I did in my military service. So mm. I was pretty awkward. I, I don't. I didn't know how to do it. Mm. But what are you, are you shooting? Target practice or what do you do when you go to reserve training? What are you doing? Like education or watching? You guys do I, like I, long hikes with heavy. Long hikes with heavy guns, throwing I mean, grenades. My major duty was engineer job, but yeah. I didn't do my engineer job for four or three years. Yeah. So if I we are getting war, hey engineer, <laughs> I don't know what it is anymore. I don't know what it is. I forgot. So yeah. all the mines are <laughs> the going off. Like nothing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. Junior reserve training. We just Minecraft practice how to shoot again. <laughs> yeah. um, study again about the chemical situation. What we're what we're gonna do. And the medical. Yeah. When you got shot, you're bleeding. How to stop the bleeding? Uh, yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Or so you mean every guy out here in society knows how to medically respond to someone in distress? That's what they hope, but nobody knows. I think <laughs> because if I saw a guy in Samsung, I bet I'd see fifty young guys like you walk by and not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me all you guys know how to make a difference and save somebody and help somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think after after the training, do you yeah. just erase it from their mind? <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's what I think. Like yeah. you go there, and then when you, it's just like gone. Yeah. You mix yeah, it. Well, what's the if you get shot? What are you supposed to do? Like if someone shot you in the arm? Just call the parents and. Call your mom. What do you do? Like tie um, tie a banner? Like is it traditional movie stuff? It won't stop your bleeding, so mm. you really need to tie it really hard. So, so it's fix, just that fix. stop the bleeding, yeah. and later if it if this this gets all like an hour, mm. you need to cut your arm off because all of your cells are dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. blocks of lack of blood. So, wow, wow. If you get shot, it's just. Stop the bleeding and cut your arm, or just bleed to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you cut this off? <laughs> can you cut this off for me? <laughs> so, <laughs> is there not, man? So it's not exactly like the movie. Is there not? It's gonna sound funny, but is there not like a, if you get like a hole or a stab wound? Is there not like some sort of medical <laughs> tampon Buddy. for like like a tampon or something you that's, can just jam in the hole? That's burning gauze. Is. That's called gauze. Yeah, no. gauze gauze fills holes. Gauze. Yeah, mm. sure you can. They used to take like a couple of meters out of Dad's leg. There, I don't they know if it's okay it to say to... this, but oh shit! Yeah, yeah, it's okay. But the the gadgets yeah. for the medication isn't that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's useless. Yeah. yeah, the gun I'm using, I think that was Only made. Me. Yeah, that was made during the Korean War, I think. During the Korean War? Yeah, the. <laughs> in the, the reserve training the water bottle that I'm using that was mm. made during the Korean 
Korean War. Since like 95, not 1950. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. And we're still using it. And huh? we what? put water. And if we smell it, we can smell rust inside the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Good for health. Yeah. Good so for what you're health. saying is Korea is not prepared. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, I, they're if prepared. you want to talk about poor, poor preparation, we want to bring up Sewaro. What do you call the Coast Guard went in there. The other pro divers or the guys that were, had already beat them there and they had to wait for the Coast Guard to go. They said, like, man, your your equipment is garbage. Yeah. You guys can't save anything. What are you doing? Yeah. You know? That's, That's private like. and public sector. That's not any different. Yeah. Mm. That's the same in our countries. <laughs> um, Wild. But, but I think this is exactly what Putin's finding out. Mm. Where he's calling in these guys like Jacob the engineer. Mm. And the engineer has no idea what he's doing. Mm. And that's why they're getting captured and shot and killed and everything else because it's just I blew my own no, time. nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> Is there a like we hear lots from the Americans when, when I, whenever I'm up playing hockey up north and whatever the guys in the army up there and they'll say, listen, Korea doesn't have a chance without us. Do you, would you agree with a statement like that? Do you have any idea about the capabilities of Korea or like I think the Americans are much more engaged because they're here kind of actively in that kind of role where you guys just kind of go in and get out and forget it. I Some Koreans want America to get lost and F off and get out of our country, <laughs> while others are like, no, stay because we need you and you're the big brother who's going to save us. What were you going to say? I guess U.S. being here is also a deterrent for Korea to not invest that hard in its military. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's what Trump said. Yeah. Hey, you want our guys there? You pay, right? That was Trump's big thing. Was, yeah. Hey, Korea, start paying. And Korea's like, Hey, you can't ask for that much. He was asking for billions and billions of dollars, which... Back pay. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you guys think? Like, is Korea prepared? Would you have confidence in the Korean military to defend the country? No. No? No. Straight it up. actually depends on company they are in, like, in their military service. Like, mm. some big company can, yeah, they can prepare it. But in company, uh, in my company I used to be in, they are not. They are not prepared. No. Mm. Huh. But again, if you're fighting the North Koreans, like you said, they're... You just got to hold them off until they run out of food, and you'll be <laughs> well, might be okay. Is was was there any culture shock joining the army? Like you 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 hear all the stories, right? You must you must have been nervous and scared going in. No, yeah, actually, you gave me this list, and I was thinking about this thing: culture shock. <laughs> when I was in the military service, yeah, there might be some culture shocks, but I actually forgot. But and yeah, there must be some culture shocks. But I mean, just shaving your head would be. Right? Like, you got to shave your head or no? Uh, we yeah, had to. we had to, but... So that and the stories from other guys and, oh, they're going to do this to you and, oh, they're going to do that. And, no? M- my uh, father uh, one thing, yeah. uh, told me a lot of story about it, but when my father went to the military, that was too long ago, right. so... Yeah. <laughs> Eating snakes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I remember now, uh, we all had, had to have, like, some underwear which came from, like, governments, and we all have same designs. Government underwear? Yeah, government underwear. We had to have them. Yeah. We had to have, have them. So, I've never labeled my underwear before. <laughs> I had to, like, yeah. because everyone has same designs. So yeah, yeah. There was one thing. <laughs> is, there a, is there a hazing culture or a... What do you, what do you, what else, what's the other word? Initiation. Initiation? Ragging. Mm, quite a bit. What, what kind of things, like, in Canada and America, like, in sports... The army, even maybe some companies, like there's initiations. When I was in high school, I mean, they would tape guys naked to the football goalpost. Naked. 
catfish. That was part, and that, that's when hazing, now there's rules and laws against all of it. But I had to jog through a shopping center with just my jock strap on and my hockey helmet for initiation when I was 17 or something. <laughs> I mean, do you guys, is there, is there that culture in the Korean army? There are quite a bit. Lots? Mm. Quite a bit. Is it kind of like mental things or is it like physical stuff? Both. Physical, mental. Eat, eat the bondegi or you're not part of the crew? What's um, the... But, <laughs> but it's not that harsh anymore. Mm. But I don't know, but because I have a strong mentality, it, mm. it really didn't matter. To no, me. okay, okay. Yeah, but there was one senior of me. He just calls me every before we go to bed, and he just makes me plank in in his room. Makes you plank? Yeah, <laughs> just for fun, like yeah. just being, yeah, because, just saying. Yeah, Remember, I'm bored. him. Yeah, because he's bored. <laughs> because he's bored. Yeah, and. <laughs> He gets a cutter knife and uh, why don't you shave? And he's he's gonna shave my beard for using the cutter knife or something. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. What if he said F you? I can't say that he's my superior. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but but what if you're my superior and I think I crush you if we wanna fight? Is it just not allowed? Like you just don't do it? Like I would get kicked out of the army or but Because yeah. in, in our culture yeah. I mean, hey, you could be a senior, but if you're a thin twig and I'm this jacked guy on steroids, there's look, a chance that I might not listen to you. Look no further than Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Will Smith is younger, isn't he? Huh? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, there, there's, some, there's some physical aspect to it where you might say, hey, I'm going to push Nate around because I'm older. But what if Nate says, hey, you plank, buddy. Um, but thing that situation happens, people will also say that you have a fault, but... The fighting is superior. It will be like, how can you say it? All the people in the battalion will not talk to you. Yeah. They'll just you'll be one to that's, yeah. single you. That's what yeah, because also in like Indian universities, uh. like they just think that you you're you don't respect your superior, so right. you don't you don't deserve the respect also so but that's the chain of command right and that's yeah. super important i mean in in regular society i think fuck off i'm not planking but in chain of command is super important in yeah. uh in the army there but in korea it's outside of the army i mean it's in companies i'm older than you it's here i'm older than you oh and that now you're talking now, about a... now with koreans you know younger people getting more valued and now you have some team jangs or churjangs or whatever that are younger than their and when I was working at SK, it's a huge problem. You're 41, and I'm 48, and you're telling me what to do. Mm. And, and there's a lot of animosity created by mm. making you the manager when you're younger than me. I mean, in Canada, America, I think that's not even an issue. But here, where the Confucius culture is still so deeply embedded, especially amongst the elder men, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it comes up. Like, so to what extent in the army? So he's a year older than me, but we came in at the same time. Do I have to listen to him? No, but you, if it depends on your it rank, depends on who I am, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's only on your rank. Yeah. My fa not favorite hazing story, but the the best one from Korean Army. It was a few years back, but the the whole team or unit was like really picking on one kid, and they beat him so bad one day he fell into a coma. Do you know? Do you are you yeah. familiar with the story? Do you know this one? It beat the kid was in a coma. What happened? What happened? Oh, I don't know. No one knows. And he was in a coma for like years. And then he woke up. He's like, 
what happened? Oh, these guys were beating the shit out of me, and I and they, and they smacked me in the head. And then you know, for for all those years that he was sleeping, that whole team was like, "Oh God, please don't wake up, or we're fucked." Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the kid woke up and went like, "It was him, 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 and him." <laughs> Fuck, you know. Yeah. So there was two years of walking, you know, <laughs> walking that line, and then uh, then he got up and. So was it an intimidating long. place? Do you walk around on eggshells, worried about someone's going to tell you, you know, your your underwear aren't folded properly, your bed's not folded? <laughs> your underwear got the wrong name. I think that's basically what every people think when yeah. you, you're the young. So nobody's tough in the army. Everybody's just... <laughs> uh, but I don't know what's wrong with people, but when you go inside the military, I think they erase everything in their mind. They just... Like brainwash. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like they just get brainwashed. That's why I asked. Like, were you guys? You weren't. You weren't anxious or nervous or scared or anything. I'd probably be shitting bricks if I was going to the army and all those guys are all older than me. They're all going to be telling me what to do. I'm pretty independent. I got a, a big head and I don't like listening. I'm stubborn. And yeah, but when you're in the now the, I'm reduced to this. The context. You're you 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 will adapt to the to the um to the thing that you're in. Like recently, the TV shows the last five years. There's been a bunch of army TV shows. Uh-huh. Sam Hemington and these other ones. Uh, Have you guys seen those? Do they represent anything close? To, are they are they just kind of a, a joke, or do you watch that and get nostalgic and go, "Oh, I remember doing that. Oh, I remember that." <laughs> or they're actually joking. Right? Yeah, that, that's all fake. <laughs> but is there? <laughs> we do like that one. There's nothing, nothing that you see there and makes you reminisce or think back to your time in the army. Yeah, it reminds me some on some levels, but they do some difficult stuff. They do some some army stuff, but I don't know how relatable it is for guys who have been there. I was told, like, there was um, in Marine something else in, like, Sam Hemington, that thing, TV show. And in that TV show, they were playing, like, there are four eight kilometers, like, walking with the heavy backpack. Right. And some guys who was in that, that field, mm. in real field, told me, like, they were in film only the beginning, and the ending. Oh, was, of course. Yeah, like only one, one kilo, two kilos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I told Splash him. some water on yeah, his yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys... I think there's a big uh, distinction in Korea between those who have gone to the army and those who haven't. And and, and there's a... Religious and you have like some kind of hand signal or a wink or something that means <laughs> that means I've been there or I haven't been there. But no, if you... If you I think the rules are like if you're if you have any physical disabilities Mm. i had an old student who got in a ski accident and he had to have a a steel pole in his leg Mm. and he said well it's terrible but there's a really good part to this i don't have to go to the army (laughs) oh really and he was and he was i'd I'd pick him first though my team Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's like he's Um, an iron man leg so so some guys aren't allowed to go because of like accidents they've had and Mm. stuff some guys are just not Mm. mentally or physically deemed fit but is there like this rah, 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 like when you talk, do you share stories with your uncles or like your classmates? Mm. Or remember in class there when you guys say went to the army and yeah, John, yeah. I'm going next year. And you guys are like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and you guys already know what's going to happen to him. And he's like, so is there that camaraderie, that brotherhood? And you guys know the same songs or, or whatever? Yeah, we, yeah. we play the same songs. What, mm. t- tell me, what's, it, what's that like? What's that kind of, I've been there, I've done that. What's that feeling in Korea amongst the men who have done it? Do you look down amongst the guys who haven't? Like, oh, you, uh, you didn't do it. You're a pussy. Yeah, you don't know. Made fun of it. 
We just make fun of it, but actually we envy them. We just made fun of him, but he just actually drilled it. Just some deep anger coming up. That's jealousy masks, but there's only one friend who got an accident when he was in high school, and I still keep in touch with him. And when we get it, like once a year, anyway. So we're just talking about. Like our their own meter service and I did all as well, but he can't join our talking. Yeah. Yeah. So this kind of thing. So we may just we just made fun of him, but we all actually are jealous of him. So. <laughs> <laughs> That that's what I mean. Like when you go drinking, like mm. now Corona obviously not, but when they do the basics or whatever, mm. is it different if the guy just hasn't gone because he's he hasn't chosen chosen to gone yet, or someone who just didn't do it? Yeah. Like you're like ah, it's coming for you, but you're you're. <laughs> you're not allowed in the club you can't drink with us you didn't go I don't know some people can look down on him very seriously but I didn't do that but mm. because he, j- he just didn't intend to the accident you know yeah so yeah do, do your uncles and, and other guys say like you guys are lucky 18 months that's nothing how much did they do that's uh, how much would they have done My two and a half three, three years, years. Yeah, three years so I think so, it was two and a half when we came, wasn't you, it? Yeah, wow. you guys complain when it's 18 months. You're like, hey, so now I'm complaining hey, for 18 months. No, because now it's 21 months. And you want to implement four years. <laughs> no, I don't. Four years might be better. <laughs> yeah. I got, uh, oh. What do you I'm just going to say, what are some of your best and worst memories from the Army? Anything that stands out like, uh, oh, that was awesome, or. Worst memory was. <laughs> worst. Going. <laughs> when. When I lost the amulet. Your amulet? After Your you shot a bullet, the you mean? Shell. Shell. The, the shell. Uh-huh. I lost it when... <laughs> you lost an empty shell, like a spent casing? Yeah, a spent cell. They, they shell. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> That's a problem? Be the biggest problem <laughs> in Korea. <laughs> and I... It was, I think... <laughs> my... Se- I this is confession. You got high someone. stress yeah. just talking about this. <laughs> I can see it turn a different shade there. the biggest problem. It was... My second month yeah. in the military, and I don't, I didn't have any clothes. All of them were my superiors yeah. in the battalion, yeah. I in the company. Yeah. And the shell was lost, and we were looking for it for five hours, I think. <gasps> oh my god! Hold on, your shell was lost, or yeah. someone in your in your my, battalion? My, my shell. Oh. And everyone was looking for your shell. Yeah. <laughs> you must I, feel like yeah. shit. Yeah, and chase me down, chase me down, Oh no! And you lost it, and they yeah, I lost the it. Tell, tell us the real story. We should be looking for the body that the shells in. <laughs> and the worst situation was it was winter, oh. and Brutal. the temperature was negative twenty four degrees. I think. Oh my oh, Jesus! And this was at a shooting range or where? Where well, because. <laughs> it's a Thursday party. When you shoot, the shell, <laughs> <laughs> when you shoot, the shell comes out at the side. Yeah. So we. <laughs> Put some kind of um, catcher, yeah, basket yeah, or something. Yeah, catcher. Yeah. And I wasn't able to put it correctly, and one shell came out and fell. And what I mean, were you in the mountain or where? Yeah, we always shoot in the mountain because if if it's it in the road, but it's not like a designated shooting area. Yeah, it's a designated shooting area. Mm-hmm. So every time before we shoot, we make three announcements. For people who's inside the mountain to mm. get away mm. because they might get hit. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous for them. Met Deji. Yeah. <laughs> and we after because it was, I think it was we we shot it at three, three three p.m. Uh-huh. So it's winter. The sun goes down very fast. Yeah. 
and oh, no. we can't see anything. So they got this. How do you call this? Flashlight. The metal sensor. detector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah metal detector. And <laughs> they're doing this. You got Jacob's metal. Hey, yeah, stop yeah. checking mines. Yeah, I need to find my bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lose my shit. <laughs> I want it really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were looking for it, and one of my superior found it, and I got indebted for life. <laughs> you still send send him Oman on a month? I mean. <laughs> After that, yeah. after we ate dinner, yeah. Someone at called. 2 yeah, someone called me on on office, yeah. and when I went there, all of them, all, all of the spirits were there singing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it again tomorrow. Did they have their batons or something ready to to whip you or what? Because I my mental was out. Yeah, out of it. I was like, oh, oh that's a, yeah. <laughs> Oh, just accept God. the. So accept what you're it. saying is that you should find out what kind of shell those are, give them to your dome sayings to bring in there, and sell them to guys who lose them. <laughs> yeah, hot item, spent shell casings. Hey, if you lose one here, sell this for Oman. It save you a lot of punishment. <laughs> Jesus, were there any uh, any terrible memories or or a best memory? Uh, the best thing is ice cold in Zakamech. <laughs> <laughs> you scored in Zakamech. <laughs> <laughs> and the nice. worst thing is. Points. <laughs> <laughs> so worst thing is seven <laughs> uh, uh, There are a lot of things actually, but one thing I remember is I expected this training is gonna be done like around five p.m., but it was all night long. Oh, the worst! So, yeah, that was the worst thing. I oh, Ment mentally, you're like, yeah, oh, mentally. only only <laughs> thir only thirty though. minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Oh, brutal. We, when I came to Korea. The military used to give out cigarettes. Ah, uh, they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they used to give yeah. them to everybody. Mm. And I can't imagine what kind of lobbying was going on by SA Light. <laughs> but every guy in the army had free cigarettes. So, I mean, of course, every male in the country smoked. Um, and then they, that became not uh, morally responsible. Mm. So they started giving like Money. coupons for 7 Eleven. So on your break time, you go off the, the base. By giving the coupon, they give you the cigarettes. Mm. It was just an indirect way. Was there? Was that? Is that gone? What, you guys, what was it like? you guys got paid, right? You guys, uh, what? Oship, oship a month. Sasha, oship nope. a month. <clears throat> I was forty when I was when before I I finished the military. It was forty. Yeah, Sasha, man, it was four hundred bucks. It was Shibo man. Shibo man. Okay, you're living in luxury. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Holy man! This guy's smoking the Marlboros. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? I couldn't give believe when cigar. I learned that the the army would give out cigarettes to all the guys. Mm. Wild, oh my eh? god, it was shocking. Wild, wild. Um, I want I want to ask one question. Sorry, I got to get rolling here. But uh, my wife was in Australia for a couple of years. Mm. She said lots of racism against uh, against the Asians. She felt at that time she's Korean. Yes. Mm. Um, and and again, all the, all the circles of people she was with. She said she had heard lots of uh lots of stories or incidents of yeah. uh, of racism when you were abroad did you guys experience any any of that um when i was in high school mm -hmm. when i was a freshman mm -hmm. um lots of the seniors called me mongoloid a mongoloid yeah <laughs> did it affect you did that have a were you like hey bro i'm korean no, no but yeah. i don't know what i was thinking but i was always thinking that if 
re-season to re-season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they re-season me, I'll also do it to them. Yeah. So they have they have dark skin. Mm. So I said, and they have these Indians, native yeah. Indians, and they are called Negro. Yeah. So I said. Mm, negros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I did the same to them. You would have got a shot like point, <laughs> point yeah. two seconds later in America <laughs> for that move. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's uh, oh, that's what. But that's your defense mechanism, right? Is you do it to me, I'll do it to you. Yeah. And that's it's what not I did. you don't you don't even think of it as a as a as a grown man now. I'm sure you would make a different decision. And yeah. Just go, Maybe Definitely. I'm gonna walk away. Mm, me. <laughs> go get the Korean job. <laughs> <laughs> me. I, was was like, it? I didn't. Yeah, anything else. Hmm. I've always like tried to help with only only local guys, just only Australian guys. I oh, mean, okay. Whoever, whoever, but and I always get it like with them. So I didn't get any racism, the kind hmm. of thing. You just made friends quickly, fit in quickly, and then. Hmm. Uh, there are actually there's a long story, but uh, can I explain? It? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, there is a one friend who I met I met when I was in military service, and he was in Koja. You know, Koja is close to here, and there are like. A lot of factory for ship shipping or ship making something, and one of my friends, who he was in, but he was bartender in Kojai, and some, uh, his name is Matt. Matt was working for Kojai for one and a half year. He's working for Chevron, and mm. probably he's dispatched. Dispatched. And he used to go to that bar, and he is getting close to the bartender, mm. and that bartender is who I met in my military service. So I got uh, mutual friends. And, cool. Uh, yeah. So in, I right? got a lot of his friends and his friends and his friends. So ah, cool. I always get it and drink nice. with them. So I didn't get any racism. Cool. So they all, nice. all good. Yeah. Does it does it affect your perception of Uyghurians in Korea, foreigners in Korea? I mean, do you look and say, "Oh, I remember it was hard." They, you know, or do, do you, does that cross your mind when you see foreigners here or no? Yeah, probably yes. What kind of hard time? No, I, like, I mean the racism or discrimination. Like when you see the Filipinos here, just I mean, obviously you don't probably think to call them Negroes again. But yeah. do you think of hey, you know, when you hear somebody or say hey, hey, don't say that. Like when I when I see say, look, there's a Wago again. I just go over and say nicely. Listen, that's not polite. It's not kind. I don't care if it's me or anybody. It's not a nice thing to do to point out somebody different. I don't care if they have one eye or one leg or they're or they're different color. It's just not nice. But do you guys kind of understand that now? Like, yeah. maybe you understand more how we feel in Korea because it's mm-hmm. maybe how uh, you felt mm-hmm. in those countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hundred yeah. percent. That's good. Awesome. Because I feel a lot of, and, that, and that's the culture that we live in. That you know, even this point, you go, wake again, wake again. Yeah. I mean, I, we don't care. We've lived here longer. We got thick skin. We don't care. But it is annoying, and some people it makes really crazy. Like they don't want to hear that, and they think it's very racist, very discriminatory, or mm-hmm. whatever. So. Crystal, not so bad. Anyways, boys, thanks for uh, thanks for coming by. Yeah. Any uh, anything else you want to uh, for you sure. want to chat about? Mm, no. No. You want to put, thanks thanks for inviting us. Give us your uh, <laughs> give us your details. We'll throw singles out note for. I, uh, I like the honest guys. honest answers gun. <laughs> I, I like the honest answers. Yeah. No, what are the honest answers? <laughs> huh? What are the honest answers? How was the military? Useless. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about getting married or whatever? Just just straight up. Just tell it how it is. Uh, no beating around the bush. And that's I think it's hard for guys your age to to say the truth because it's always you're trying to make mom and dad and everybody else happy and it's it's hard to just you know say what you really think. Anyways, guys, thanks for coming by. I'm gonna cut it. Goodbye.